1988, I was 18 years old. I left Harlem, New York, and traveled a short distance of 95 miles to Bethel, New York. I stopped in a dimly lit diner. Dude, the air was thick with nostalgia. And there was a jukebox in the corner. And the walls were all decked out with faded posters capturing the spirit of a bygone era. Meanwhile, I'm trying to catch up with my bygone dad, Seamus O'Hooligan, because I'm Seamus O'Hooligan Jr., Black Irishman. A bell above the entrance jingles as a lady steps into the diner. She's in her mid-thirties, wears oversized glasses, and carries a notepad. She's sharp, persistent, and curious. She spots me engrossed in a conversation with Maggie, the waitress. I get up to go to the bathroom to wash my hands. She leans against the counter and talks to Maggie. Maggie, who's that young man with the wild hair? Hey, Rita. That's a uh, Seamus O'Hooligan Jr. He looks like he's carrying a lifetime of stories. Girl, with those hands, he looks like he's carrying an unfinished novel. Mm-hmm. He does have some nice hands. Musician, huh? His old man was supposed to play Woodstock, you know. Woodstock? The legendary festival? Mm-hmm. But fate had other plans. W- well, why didn't his father perform? Look here, Rita, I'm not trying to give you an article for your paper. He looks cute. And when I close up, I might invite him over. <laughs> Come on, Maggie. I need this story now. Come on. Well, rumor has it that Seamus Sr.'s band got cut from the lineup. Some backstage politics, they say, but that's not the juiciest well, part. Come on, girl. Tell me the juiciest part. Leave a girl a good tip and it might loosen my lips. Maggie, Maggie, come on. Well, his father had this beautiful African bride that lived here in Bethel from Zambia. Pregnant, no less. They met at Woodstock, right? And upon meeting her, let's just say he was stocking more than wood. After a few weeks of fooling around, one and one suddenly made three. Ooh, juicy mathematics. But when he found out, he was already back in Ireland. But he was a stand-up guy. He came back to the States and married her. But on the wedding night, they had a big fight and he split. Split? Why? Why would he leave her on her wedding night? She did something to his banjo. Maggie, is this a metaphor for his physical organ or do you mean an actual banjo? Rita, she threw his actual banjo out of that third floor hotel window. Said it was cursed, tied to forbidden love. Get out of town. And you know what? That banjo was supposed to be the best man at their wedding. Say what now? The best man, Maggie, Maggie, that's absurd. Absurd or not, she sent that sucker flying, and it broke Papa's heart. He never looked back. He left. But the banjo, it also vanished. And some say it still echoes in the winds around here. Who says it still echoes in the wind? Larry, that drunk janitor at Woolworths. Now I return from washing my hands in the bathroom, and I see the two women talking. And Maggie, the waitress, turns and says to me, Mr. Seamus, can I get you anything else? Or maybe some more coffee, please. Hello there, new meat in town. You're not from around here, are you? <laughs> That's funny. Now, I'm from New York, Harlem, New York. Harlem, you're a long way from home. What brings you out to this neck of the woods? You're uh, you're a very inquisitive lady. What's your angle? Ooh, Maggie, we have a gentleman among us. Most folks just say I'm nosy. I'm just chasing stories, Mr. Seamus, and yours seems like a tune worth playing. Oh, is that right? That's right. I'm Rita from the local paper, Mind sharing your story? As the jukebox switches to a haunting melody, I reluctantly tell her about my father and my search to find him 
Now, there were three other men in the diner, and one of them overhears us and says, Uh, uh, Seamus, man, I remember him. Played like a dream. I worked the lights and sound. Almost made it to Woodstock, he did. Yeah, they, they cut his band. Seamus, so hooligan and the hooligans said there wasn't enough stage time. Oh, really? We, I heard it. Your old man always thought Joe Cocker swindled him. Joan Baez, too. And Country Joe and the Fish. They were all in on it. Rita pipes in, a conspiracy? Hmm, what about Janice Joplin? Janice? Nah, she was too busy belting out piece of my heart. But I heard your dad, he carried his banjo like a lover. I heard a rumor that it was his best man at his wedding. I don't know. I had a friend named Henry who worked at the hotel, checked him in with some beauty from Zambia. Yeah, that's my mom, but... But she hated banjo music, you know. Why? She said it reminded her of mosquitoes. So, Seamus, why'd they split? I don't know. I'm trying to find that out. My mom thought Pops chose Fanula, the banjo, over her. Ah, so now you're here in Bethel looking for answers. Yeah, Miss Rita. I want to know. I want to know if they really swindled him. I want to know if Woodstock was their chance of a lifetime. At that point, Rita, the reporter, said if I gave her a story in a few days... She'd get back to me. She had contacts that could get me a lead. Meanwhile, Maggie, the waitress, closed the diner and took me to her place. She did things with my fingers that are better left unsaid. Tune in next time for Seamus O'Hooligan Jr. Black Irish. One thing I've learned After all these years You're gonna save yourself A whole lot of tears Don't try to figure out Who was wrong and who was right Got them moving along, baby Let's ride You got the with the punches Yeah, you got to go with the flow Oh, with the punches Yeah, that's one thing I know Yeah, you got to roll with the punches. Hi, everybody. Your old friend Mike Houlihan. Welcome back to Hibernian Radio. Coming at you from the bunker. Once again, this is show number 262, believe it or not. And that cold open was our old friend Greg Holloman, the star of Seamus O'Hooligan Jr., Black Irishman. You want uh, diversity? You want inclusion? You want equity? You want shenanigans? We got them on this show. So we're so proud to be uh, working with Greg on that. Tune in every week. We're going to do it at the top of the show from now on. We're brought to you by Madden Funds, Local 150, Fox's Pizza, Flood Brothers, and Guinness is good for you. You can hear the show every Saturday night at 7 on Global Irish Radio, G-I-R dot I-E. Or the podcasts are usually up by Sunday at hibernianradio.org. Well, we got a great guest tonight, the one and only Dr. Christine Lawless. She's the... Founder of Chicago Irish Singers Club, yeah, and has a big, uh, she'll tell us all about it. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you. We're so glad to have you here. I know you got a big thing coming up 
at uh, Chief O'Neill's on the 24th and then at uh, Gaelic Park on the 25th. Sing with all Ireland champions. It's a workshop and concert. Yes. One of my favorite people is working with you, Emer Arkins. Yes. Who went to Ireland with us twice. She's a doll. We met her parents and her brother, and she's been on this show many times. And she's big, 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 big time talent and the greatest lilter I've ever seen. And she's going to be teaching, right? Yes. It's, this is an extraordinary opportunity for singers who yeah. want to learn Irish songs, proper Irish songs. And yeah, she's, we have Emer Arkins. You already mentioned her. She's 11 times All Ireland yeah, champion. Yeah, that's amazing. English singing, Irish singing, lilting. Which she's also a dancer. She's also a dancer and a fiddler. A great fiddler, yeah. And then in addition to her, I thought it'd be nice to have a man and a woman. Yeah. So we've got Brian O'Hart. Mm-hmm. Do you He's know a, Brian? Yes, we've had him on the show. We were doing another show years ago at the Heritage Center. He was on the show. Oh, okay. He's, yeah. He was in Chicago for a while. Mm-hmm. But he's an extraordinary man. He he grew up in southern Indiana. Okay. His mom and dad were both from Ireland. Oh, yeah. They spoke Gaelic in the house. Oh, wow. So he's a fluent Gaelic speaker. Who knew? From southern Indiana. So is Emer, by the way. Yes. She speaks Gaelic. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, so Brian, he's the only North American man to ever win the All-Ireland in Irish singing. Oh, wow. So Good in Gaelic. Him. Yeah. And th- he's the only one. And I don't know how long it's going to take for another one to now, come Now, let by. me ask you, because I'm interested in this class. Mm-hmm. Are people, I've always loved to listen to Irish singing. When I was a kid, grew up on the Clancy Brothers and singing Wild Colonial Boy and all this stuff. But my wife tells me I have an awful voice. But I thought, so what? I can sell it, right? And so then I was thinking of coming down. But um, do people bring songs they want to do, or how does it work with the singing workshop? Well, this is a workshop with two All-Ireland champions. Right. So they're going to be teaching us three songs. Okay. You're, you're guaranteed. That they brought, yeah. That they're bringing. Yeah. You're guaranteed to learn a song in Gaelic, a song in English, and a lilt. Oh, wow. And then you're going to be with them for three hours, and you're yeah. going to alternate between the two of them. Yeah. If they can teach more, they will. Like yeah. if, if the class is bright and picks it up yeah. easily. Um, but then we're going to do the concert. We're going to take like a one-hour break, yeah. have some food, then come Maybe back. Maybe a drop of the good stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then come back and do a one-and-a-half-hour concert. Nice. And here's the thing. The people that went to the workshop, they're going to sing with Emma oh, and Brian oh, that's cool. in the concert together. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we'll have a lot of fun. The whole point is to have fun and learn traditional Irish songs mm-hmm. together. And they'll come out of it with a party piece, basically, right? Exactly. Yeah. Get, get yourself ready for St. Patrick's yes, Month. Yeah. And you'll be impressing all your friends sure. at the pub and at yeah. your home. And yeah. you'll be having a great time. That's yeah. a great. Well, where'd you come up with this idea? How long have you had? When did you found the Chicago Irish Singers Club? I founded the club. Well, I went to the FLA. I represented the United States at the FLA in Ireland. When uh, was that? August 2023. Oh, wow. That was just last August. And the last time I'd done it was in the late 80s. Okay. And I went on and did my doctoring. And then I had, when I got a desk job five or six years ago, I got time 
to do my singing, my Irish singing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never stopped singing. I sing at Holy Name Cathedral and oh, good for you. Cantor all over Chicago. But yeah. uh, Irish singing, to learn Irish, you know, it's, it's a real discipline oh, yeah. to sing in the Irish language. So um, I went to Ireland. I competed in three things. Um, this is just last, last just August. Just last August, yes. Yeah. And uh, I learned that there are these big singing clubs mm-hmm. there. Cause in they, Ireland. Yeah. Yes, everybody knows each other. And families, they've got great singing families. Uh-huh. And the families, the mom and dad bring their kids to the sessions from when they're five years old. Sure. So by the time they're 13, 14, they're winning all Ireland championships. Yeah, yeah. And the club, there might be maybe 100 people in a club, like in Wexford. Yeah. And they get together once a week over there, uh-huh. and they sing. Everybody sings a song. They sit in a circle. They, That's cool. Each person sings a song. So I wanted to model my club after the clubs in Iowa. Oh yeah. So and I must admit, I was lonely. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Irish singers in Chicago are few and far between, yeah, and yeah. you might like bump into them at the pub, and then you don't talk to them mm. again. So. I thought, why don't we have a club here in Chicago? It's a great idea. So I thought it was a great idea, too. So we started, I wrote an article for the Irish American News in uh, yeah. September, I wrote it. Um, okay. And I said, I talked all about my experience. Now, the name of your column is the universal language. Yes. Is that singing? Is that what you're referring to? Or, or? All Irish music. Oh, okay. And yeah. um, people often refer to music in general as being the universal language. Oh, yeah. And, it is. Yeah. And so I didn't have a name for my column. Uh, Cliff came up with that. Oh. Cliff Carlson, the okay. editor. We'll and, blame him. <laughs> and I was, you know, it was good enough for me. I thought yeah, it was no, fine. terrific, yeah. And so I wrote about the singing because I said to Cliff, you don't know me, but I enjoy your paper and I'd love to write about singing. Nobody talks about singing. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, you're right. Why don't you write something? And he liked it so much. He said, why don't you be a regular columnist? So that's how I ended up writing for IAN. Well, this is terrific. And it starts... Saturday, the 20, now if somebody wants to get in on this, what do they do? How do they do? They contact you? Okay. We got two dates, February right. 24th, February 25th. Right. Now, February 24th, just go to Chief O'Neill's website. Just show up? Oh, go to the website. Yeah. yeah go to Chief O'Neill's website and you can purchase a ticket there. Mm-hmm. If you want to come on Sunday, the next day, same teachers, same format, that will be at Gaelic Park, right. and they've got it on their website. Mm-hmm. Very easy to sign up at both places. Mm-hmm. Um, the the workshop you get you get the workshop and the concert, obviously, and you get. Let's see, what's well, twelve thirty to seven o'clock? How many hours is that? Six and a half. That's like six and a half hours of fun. Oh okay? yeah, yeah. And then. Um, at Gaelic Park, same thing. So the price for the workshop and concert is a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, the concert alone, and we'd love to have more concert goers, yeah. people who want to listen to all. See, Emer and Brian, they're going to do like almost an hour oh, of yeah. just themselves. And these are two really, really talented. Uh, oh, these are headliners. They yeah. tour all over the world. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. they're they're phenomenal. So. 
we would love for concert goers to come. That's only $25 for okay. the concert. Okay. And uh, it's worth it, in my opinion, oh, yeah. to see some of the best Just singers. Just to see Emer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One of our favorite, one of my favorite is Emer singing the Darling Girl from Claire. Because uh, she is, is. She is the Darling Girl from Claire. Her dad was the mayor of Claire. And we had Kathy Cowan on the show last week. It's all her show is all about Percy French, who wrote the Darling Girl from Claire. So oh my goodness! Everything comes back around. You're also you were a heart surgeon. Uh, yeah, I'm a cardiologist. Holy cow! <laughs> Amazing. It seems like another life right now. And uh, when did you stop doing that? I haven't really. Oh really? Uh, it's heart. I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> oh sorry. It's Heart Month, by the way. Happy Heart Month. Oh, I month, didn't everybody. know that. February? Today is Heart Day. Is it? It's oh, because Valentine's it's Valentine's Day. Day yeah. So we get a workout, the cardiologists. Oh, Every yeah. February, it's Heart Month, and I've already given three lectures this month. Now, you told me that you've done some heart transplants? Yes, I worked at Loyola wow. University, and oh my gosh. Right over here, Loyola. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, wherever yeah. direction it is from here. It was, honestly... It was a privilege, an honor to work. Pretty stressful, I would think, too. Uh Stressful, but it's kind of a happy stress. You know, people need a certain amount of stress to. There used to be a book years ago called Stress for Success. Oh, yeah. It's like you need need to be pushed a little. Yeah. And also, it makes you stop thinking about everything else when you just have your. One task. Focus on a goal. Yeah, yeah. And you forget that you got in an argument with the other guy mm. yesterday, you know? Yeah. You just, it's like, okay, let's get this heart for this person. Wow. And the heart transplant, you know, it takes a village. It's, yeah. it's I can't even begin to tell you the number of people well, the and team. the amount of skill yeah. Yeah. to make that happen. There's yeah. only like maybe 2,500 in the United States per year. Yeah. And unfortunately, somebody has to pass away yeah. from brain death. Yeah, to give the heart. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. then and a lot of other organs. Yeah. But the the heart is usually the last to mm. be taken from the donor because it's got to support all the other organs. Yeah. While the surgeons are coming in and and uh, explanting them, and so anyway, it was. Yeah, it was. It seems like another era right now yeah. like another life but i love it i still love it i miss it so much oh, because i haven't done it in the hospital in about five years right yeah. now i work for cvs aetna they bought aetna oh, yeah. the insurance company yeah and i'm something called a cardiology subject matter expert for them oh, okay so i uh the other, i'll tell you what i did this week i saw looked at a bunch of cases a lot of them were cardiac and I tell the company whether or not we should pay oh, yeah. for, for this to be done in the yeah. patient. Yeah. Um, a lot of the cutting edge things, you know, it's kind of, they're not quite ready for prime time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the thing that I enjoy, I spoke to T. Roy, T. Roy Price, oh, yeah. to all the employees at T. Roy oh, Price. Oh, yeah. About, I taught them all about hypertension and how oh, to take care of their you. blood pressure. Yeah. And then um, also spoke to, we have about 400 doctors. And I gave, uh, we divided them into two, and I gave the lecture last week. I gave it this week. Oh, wow. And this probably won't mean much to you, but I talked about left atrial appendage occlusion. 
That's your favorite one. Okay. <laughs> and then what else did I talk about? Oh, and my partner, I have another uh, guy who's also a cardiologist. Yeah. He talked about chest pain syndromes. Oh, yeah. And so the doctors loved it. And for the first time, never before has happened in the history of the company. We gave the credits, the educational credits. You have to oh, go. You have to go. So if you attended the lecture, yes, and you got it. You wouldn't believe how hard that is to do. I'll bet. And I was so happy we were the first ones to get it done yeah. for the company. And so I'm. My rewards are coming in different ways now. Yeah. Teaching physicians, I've always loved that. And then by raising the the educational level, raising the knowledge will provide better care for oh. the people who are out there with heart disease who need to get their stuff paid for. I had to really rethink how I was delivering care. You know, in many ways, doing this workshop is a metaphorically heart-related, the heart, you know, and the beating heart of Irish music. and Yes. That's terrific, yes. yeah. 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 And I do love it. I I have so much to learn. Oh, my goodness. Don't we all, Christine? You know? You never stop learning in anything. And just the songs. In the first article I wrote, uh, one of the points I made was just by studying the songs, you can learn all of Irish history. Yes. There's songs about all the rebel fairies. songs. Yes, yeah. Rebels. The mythology. I love that too. O'Neill. Yeah. You know these chieftains that fought against each other. Yeah. And I didn't know a lot of this. Yeah. It's a real history. So lesson. you're discovering all of this at the same time. Oh yeah. yes, it's so wonderful. Yeah. It really is. Cool. Yeah. Now the article I'm writing for next month, I'm going to write uh, about an album that just came out, and it the man that did the album. He plays Ilian Pipes. Oh, yeah. I knew nothing about the Ilian Pipes. Yeah. I've seen them, but they're a very complex instrument, and he comes from a family of pipers. Who is it? Uh, uh, it's not Cavan uh, from Cavan, is it? Do you know him? Villily or something? Oh, no, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to look in my What's Cavan? Do you remember Cavan? He was an Ilian Pipes player. Um, it's not that's not the name. He's uh, a kid from Ireland. Villali, something like that. Okay. Villali. I'm probably not pronouncing the name the right way. But this is he comes. He's the son of a family of pipers. Yeah. That that they're very very well known. They started a piper club. Yeah. In Ireland, and um, I listened to a few of the songs. are They're marvelous. And anyway, the, it's um. I'm learning, and here's what I learned from that. They call their new album Orchard and You or You and the Orchard, and that's because the two guys that did it, one's a uh, fiddler, the other one is the pipe player, and here's the thing, one's from Mayo, wow. and and the other one is, oh, the other one is famous for apple orchards. Cork? Yeah. I don't know. The other county. Yes, County Cork. Uh, I don't think it was okay. Cork. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry I'm blanking on the That's name. That's okay. I do that all but day it, long. <laughs> it's 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 one of the northern counties. Ah, okay. Uh, and so it's known for its apple orchards. Mm -hmm. So the one came from where the U, Mayo means 
U, like a U tree. E W E. Isn't that what? Y E W. Oh, Y E W. But okay. it starts in Gaelic. It starts with the E. Okay. Okay. So see, I learned that that this, you know, that that these counties are known for certain things. Yes. That Mayo. Yeah. My father thinks we were from Mayo. Yeah. And I never knew that that's what it meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mayo, God help us. That's the old expression they say when. Oh. Someone mentions Mayo. God help us. Oh. Mayo, God help us. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, but my people are from Claire, where Eber's oh, from. Oh, no wonder yeah. you're good friends with Eber. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. terrific. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know her dad was the mayor there. He Well, not anymore, but he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what about uh, giving us a little bit of a song here? Oh, okay. Dr. Christine. And uh, would you like, um, I always give people a choice. Okay. Would you like uh, something slow, like a, an English ballad? No, or... we don't want no English stuff. No uh, English, okay. Not right. Irish, Irish, Irish. Irish, yeah. okay. Yeah. And um, all right, so uh, I have one that I learned from Emer, actually. Oh, good. And um, But then I've got a lively one. Do both of them. Oh, okay, all yeah. right, okay, okay. all right. All right. Do you need to switch mics here or anything? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to do a slow Irish song for right. you in Irish. And it's called Na Connerys. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the Connerys were three brothers. Mm. They were accused of a crime. Oh. And they got sent to New South Wales, Australia, oh. penal colony. And they were not happy. Yeah. And so the first verse I'm going to sing for you is full of anger. And then by the end of the song, they sort of resign themselves to the fact that they're going to be stuck in Australia. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But they actually, it's a true story, and they went on to do great things. And now in Australia, it's something to be very proud of if you were one of the criminals that came over. sure. It's like like a cool thing now. So anyway... A queen vin valaha, queen shadiaka, tagos gran victay, serra Sarah, Manatra, 
Bravo. That was lovely. Absolutely lovely. Now, when did you start reading and learning Irish? About a year ago. Honest to God? Yes. That's incredible. I loved it. You know. You must have an amazing brain. I mean, for taking I would all- hope so. I'm <laughs> going to be in people's hearts all day. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Irish, we have a fascination for Irish language in Chicago. I have discovered this, and I certainly discovered it in myself. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was uh, a revelation to me. Well, you would never know it from listening to you there. Well, thank you. And I worked real hard on pronunciations with Emer. Oh, did you? She taught me the pronunciations. And now the other one I'm going to sing is... It's called Kadeshin Dontation. And uh, actually, I've heard it on YouTube uh, with Nell Cronin, the lead singer for the band. Is this Yadu. also in Irish? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. And this one, I'm not going to sing the whole thing. I'm just going to do um, a few verses of okay. it. And what it's about, it's um, Kadeshin Dontation. Every time you hear that in the song, it means uh, none of your business. <laughs> Okay, great. Okay. okay, good. And the, the guy is saying, uh, I went to the fair, I sold my cow for five quid, and then I came home and I spent all the money on booze. Oh, yeah. And guess what? It's none of your business what I did with the money. <laughs> so that's what that song oh, yeah. is about. Foundation. Foundation. Yeah, I'll, I'll sing Okay. Yeah. We're here with the one and only Christine Lawless. She's entertaining us this evening. Who we make on a niggies yield me mohovo, er who we thunder get serian eve we owe, maholamantar get smavran in antor, o kadeshin dantishan akman in shinto. Der dinagav will make an ra his gandoi, ganera gane dal ganbo lakt nastor, matamishasasta de mahoni igro, o kadeshan dantishan nakmanin shinto, ta anagamer kalin das kanasta is kor. Apia meran alaser lakin maros, ma vi and she's misha, am in it fuihol, o kadeshan dantishan akmanin shinto, ma vi and she's misha, am in it fuihol, o kadeshan dantishan akmanin shinto. Bravo. That was just terrific. Okay. Now, when they're doing that workshop on uh, Saturday, the 24th, 
do you take part in it, or what, what do you do? You just observe, or what? Oh no, me, I'm gonna very much take part in it. Oh, good for you. I'm planning on learning three songs in a lilt. Oh, I didn't do a lilt for you. Oh, you can do a lilt. <laughs> we have time for a little bit of a lilt. Lilting is nonsensical. It's kind of like uh, scat, like scat singing in Irish. You know. That's exactly right. Yeah. And um, when Oliver Cromwell was the prime minister, the dirty blackguard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He outlawed Irish music oh, yeah. and the Irish language. Yes. And the only way, he did this for five years, yeah. the only way that the parents could pass down the music to the kids was with lilting. Yeah, that's terrific. And so it's got a great tradition behind it because yeah. Cromwell, this was, we're talking 1650 or oh, something yeah. like that. So I try to add it into all my performances to educate and let yeah. people know. I'm, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm big on education. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, so um, let's see. Bravo. Isn't that fun? Oh, it is. I yeah. love it. And yeah. that's a polka. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. You have, when you go compete, you got to do four different types yeah. of songs. So you yeah. do a jig, a reel, yeah. polka, and a hornpipe. Those are mine. And you're great, but you want to see Emer Lilt. Oh, my God. She's out of this world. Oh, yeah. She well, many yeah. times do it. It's just terrific. Yeah. And it's like, are they making it up or what? It's like crazy, you know? <laughs> But well, yeah, it, it is made up. Yeah, um, improv. And yeah. the more you do it, the the more you get comfortable with different phrases and biddly, you know, biddly dumpty do, doodle dumpty doodle. That's the old Clancy Brothers thing. Yeah. All right. So we're going to see you Saturday the 24th at Chief O'Neill's. If you want more information, get in touch. Just show up. Is that what you're saying? Just show up and uh, at uh, Chief O'Neill's on Saturday? It's best if you want to do the workshop. Yes. It's best to sign up for it okay. on Chief O'Neill's. And the workshop. Oh, Chief O'Neill's on yeah. their website. Yeah. We okay. Workshops from 1230 to 4 o'clock. Yeah. And then you get to sing in the concert. Cool. And a lot of other people. Kathy Cowan's going to join us in oh, the concert yeah. at Chief O'Neill's. Okay. Oh, I should have said this. You're Kathy, saying it now. Kathy's going to join us and her choir from Old Town School oh, of Folk Music. Oh, she was music. telling us that, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. and also the former Midwest champion, Alberta Lathan from Indianapolis. Oh, okay. She's coming to sing some solos. Terrific. And I'll be singing, and then at the following day at Gaelic, oh, and by the way, for the, all the Chief O'Neills, just go to their website. Yeah. And then the following day at Gaelic Park, we start at 11, a little earlier on you a Sunday. you got Pat Broders on Sunday. Yes, yeah. we've got Old not friend. only Emer and Brian, but then we added Pat Broders yeah, to terrific. sort of round out the program. Yeah. And he's he, I made the mistake of thinking he plays guitar. That's a bozika, boz, bazooki. Yeah. He plays bazooki, and he yeah. roundly corrected me on yeah. that one. Yeah. And uh, he's marvelous on oh, it, he and yeah. and he's well known around here. And 
we also have our Gaelic Park Choir. Very are good. Sing with us, and yeah. they're very excited about it. They're getting ready for St. Patrick's. Oh, sure. Yeah. And they're going to sing three little Irish songs. It sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a total the blast. The 24th and 25th. Uh, thank you, Christine. God bless you. Hope to see you then. Everybody, get get in on it. You don't get an opportunity like this once in a lifetime. So thank you so much for coming on the show. God bless you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Okay, we're going to take a little break here on Hibernian Radio. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back after these messages from our friends. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. Celebrating 25 years of standing ovations, Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance 25th Anniversary Tour, live at the Chicago Theater, February 22nd. Witness the groundbreaking show which has dazzled audiences with its unique combination of high-energy Irish dancing, original music, and storytelling. Lord of the Dance fans can expect new staging, costumes, and choreography, plus stunning special effects and lighting. Lord of the Dance, February 22nd at the Chicago Theater. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Hey, folks, don't go just yet. Grandpa will be back. Mike? Who's Mike? Oh, that's his name? I didn't even know he had a name. I thought it was just Grandpa. All right, well, we'll be right back on Hibernian Radio with Mike Houlihan. Irish American News has been bringing you the news important to the Irish in Chicagoland for over 40 years. If you like mostly good news and information from all aspects of the Irish community, check out Irish American News. To advertise or subscribe, call our friend Cliff Carlson at 847-872-0700 or email him at cliff at irishamericannews.com. Irish American News, we've always been green. Cops and firefighters risk their lives almost every day. So they shouldn't have to risk their hard-earned dough in any get-rich schemes or the blather of old pals in the real estate biz. And good luck trying to figure out the stock market or cryptocurrency or even economics 101 when you come home exhausted at the end of your shift. What you need is somebody you can trust. And they're in short supply these days. Hey, take it from me. I've lost fortunes in showbiz because I thought I was smarter than everybody else and I wound up bankrupt and broke. It took me a long time to decide to find a friend I could trust who had my family's best interests at heart. That friend was my late pal, Joe Madden. I met him as he passed the basket at St. Luke's and I'd turn my pockets inside out as he came to my pew and I'd say, I'm tapioca. He laughed but didn't stop him from supporting my films and showbiz endeavors over the years. Joe Madden had my back. A few years before he died, Joe started Madden Funds with his sons, Mike and Danny. The Maddens and Houlihans have been pals for a long, long time. They can advise the best path for your investments. Madden Funds will have your back, too. 
Need advice on your 401k or your rollover IRA? You can trust Madden Funds to help you protect and grow your investments now and in your family's future. Go to their website, maddenfunds.com, or call Mike or Dan Madden at 708-848-3200 and tell them who Lee sent you. And we're back here on Hibernian Radio, having a great time here with uh, Dr. Christine Lawless and all our friends. But we got another song right now that uh, Sarah Hand, who is our uh, production manager, uh, has a friend. She's from Carrick-McCross. And her friend, Helen Cantrell, just released her second song, Bridget of the Flame, honoring the saint and goddess Bridget. The stunning arrangement takes us on a journey with Bridget, invoking a remembering of Ireland's ancient paths, its myths, and stories. So let's give a listen to it. Uh, Her friend Helen says, I wrote this song to honor Ireland's new national holiday that is dedicated to one of our great heroines and modern icons. It's a celebration of the Bridget that we all know and love, the goddess, the healer, the saint, the seer, the keeper of the flame, and the protector of the waters. So give a listen to Helen Cantrell with Bridget of the Flame.
and I am goddess, poet, healer, seer. I am the fire, the fire of this land, awakening the hearts of the people. I am the fire, the fire of this land, I am goddess, poet, healer, seer. was Helen Cantrell, a beautiful song about St. Bridget. The beauty thing about Bridget is she's a goddess and a saint. I love that. That's terrific stuff. Uh, thanks to Sarah Han for sending us that song. You know, Billy, whenever I'm walking down Western Avenue, I look in the window, Ken's, Wrong's, Hearts, and those great Irish saloons. I see the ghost of my old pal Jimmy Goff through the mist, and he says to me, Hey, holy, who died? Robert F. O'Connor, also known as Frank, Francie, or Bob, a native of Dulag, Castle Island, County Kerry, Ireland, beloved husband of 58 years to the late Mary, loving father of Mary, Morris, James, Noreen, and Sheila, who's a proud member of the Kerry Association, local 10 carpenters and 399 stationary engineers. God rest his soul, Frank O'Connor. Anna Marie Griffin, 87 lifelong resident of Canaryville, beloved wife of the late John P. Griffin. Oh, this is uh, a loving mother of John, the ju- my buddy, the judge, John Griffin. Uh, Catherine, late David, uh, Eileen, Daniel, Christopher, and Mary Beth. I didn't know that. That's Judge John Griffin's mother. God rest her lovely soul. Uh, the city of De- DeKalb has lost a legend. Jeff Joseph Whalen passed peacefully at home. Uh, he was 82. He fought a four-year battle with Parkinson's disease, finally decided that he had enough. Born in Chicago, Jeff was one of 13 children making up the large Irish Catholic Wayland clan. He, had, he attended St. Mel's Catholic School. Uh, if you're over a certain age and you live in the DeKalb area and wear glasses, chances are Jeff Whalen made them and adjusted them to fit your face. He's survived by his wife, Jana, and his son, Jeff, both of DeKalb and two grandsons. Uh, a celebration of Jeff's life will be held in mid-March at the DeKalb Knights of Columbus Hall. God rest his soul. Kevin F. Morley passed away at age 76. He's survived by his beloved wife, Betty, his two children, Margaret and Kevin. He went to St. Barnabas, then Ignatius, and graduated from Loyola University with a degree in business. God rest his soul, Kevin Morley. Richard E. Quinlan, age 80, Air Force veteran, devoted husband of 33 years up to Margaret, Peggy, Loving father of Richard Jr. and Daniel Quinlan. Uh, God rest his soul, Richard Quinlan. Patricia Ann Carrington, Carrington, affectionately known as Patty, at 72, born and raised in Edgewater, 
Patty's greatest joy was being mother to her beloved son, Ryan. Uh, God rest her soul, Patty Carrington. Kevin Patrick Sullivan, 59, lifelong resident of Canaryville. Loving father of Kevin Sullivan, Brendan Finnegan, and Madison Finnegan. Kevin was a proud member of Local 399, International Union of Operating Elect- uh, whatever. a diehard Chicago Blackhawks and Notre Dame fan. God rest his soul, Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Patrick Toomey, 52, adored husband of Karen, beloved father of Jack, Nora, and Ryan. God rest his soul, Kevin Toomey. And finally, Father John Doyle, age 79, devoted son of the late Jack and Marie Doyle, proud great uncle of 20. Father Doyle served as associate, associate pastor of St. Margaret Mary's, Queen of Martyrs, St. Albert the Great, St. George, St. Alphonsus, and Queen of Martyrs in Evergreen Park, Infant Jesus of Prague. He retired from the ministry in 2014. God rest his lovely soul, Father John Doyle, 79. Okay, Billy, let's close up the crypt. Oh, yes, don't let me forget this. A very good friend of mine, old pal, Jack Higgins. You may remember him as the Pulitzer Prize-winning cartoonist for the Chicago Sun-Times. We worked at the Sun-Times together. Jack died Saturday night. He's got a front-page story in today's Sun-Times and a big centerfold inside with many of his cartoons. He was a very funny guy, a great artist, uh, a, a great Catholic, a great family man, and a great friend. God rest his soul. We sure miss him, Jack Higgins. Now let's close up the crypt. Thank you, Billy. We'll be right back after these messages from our friends. With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150, and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150.
keeping time to the minute no one else will be in it for the darling girl from Clare and every man that got the finest plan you'll ever see now barring me now every day there's one of them would say that she'll agree now you'll see now at night they'd fight as to which of them was right about the colour of her eyes and hair but not a word from me was ever heard about the darling girl from I met the girl that day I told her I could never live without her And what had she to say She said that I might go and see her father I met him then and there And in less than an hour We were fighting for the dower of the darling girl from Clare And every man forgot the finest plan you'll ever see now Barring me now And every day this one of them would say that she'll agree now You'll see now, but late last night when the moon was bright, I asked her if she'd share me joy and me sorrow and be gara and tomorrow I'll be married to the girl from Clare. Me joy and me sorrow and be gara and tomorrow I'll be married to the girl from Celebrating 25 years of standing ovations, Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance 25th Anniversary Tour, live at the Chicago Theater, February 22nd. Witness the groundbreaking show which has dazzled audiences with its unique combination of high-energy Irish dancing, original music, and storytelling. Lord of the Dance fans can expect new staging, costumes, and choreography, plus stunning special effects and lighting. Lord of the Dance, February 22nd at the Chicago Theater. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, Call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste, recycling, and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. And we're back. Quick story about little Larry. Little little Larry attended a horse auction with his father. He watched as his father moved from horse to horse, running his hands up and down the horse's legs and rump and chest. After a few minutes, Larry asked, Dad, well, why are you doing that? His father replied, because when I'm buying horses, I have to make sure they are healthy and in good shape before I buy. Larry, looking worried, said, Dad, I think the millman, I think the milkman wants to buy mom. <laughs> okay. Christine laughed. All right. Well, um, well, great being with you. Thank you, Christine. Go to the uh, music workshop. Hope to see you all there. And God bless you all, and we will see you later. Bye! Well, I look down the road, and I wondered, yes, I wondered, oh, Lord, I wondered, well, I look down. I was 
See? 